Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are here, ladies and gentlemen, it's 8 o'clock, 8.01 now, actually, um, and I just uh, had to set my schedule up for today because apparently my coworkers don't realize that uh, I don't sit around my ass all day long like they do, you know. Well, first off, you said I work all the time, always. I do. Uh, was it working when you went to the Twins game last week? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I was uh, In that helping. case... I work too. Maybe you could let me finish. You're helping. You know what I mean? Jeez. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let me finish. My mom texted me, said, Twins won. Tom should be in a good mood. Go Twins. That's what she wrote to me this morning. That, that was a hell of a game. Did you watch the game last night? Only a little bit. Why? Just as I was I was doing schoolwork. Oh, here we go. So in other words, he's watching, what were you just watching? That Doja Cat? You were watching that, yeah. weren't you? I watched that. Made time for that. I knew it. There's a shock no, of that wasn't, century. That wasn't last night. But tell me what, the, what happened with that. That wasn't last night. She, goes, she doesn't even deny she was no. watching. She goes, oh, that wasn't last night, though. What now? What? Tell me about the Twins game. The Twins game was phenomenal. There's no question about it. The Twins led the entire game. Uh, I watch it with Catherine, actually. Catherine and I watch a game together, which I love watching sports with. She's a big Twins fan. Oh! Ah! Listen to that music, baby. Got my Twins hat on. Um, that was a huge win. They could not lose that game. They lose that game, they're done. No. Right? They accomplished exactly what you yep. want to as a road team. We yep. just need to go in there, hostile environment. We got to get one. We pack it up. We come home, and now we can close it out in the friendly confines of Target Field. I got a question. Did you ever play baseball? Uh, no. Did you? Yeah. That strikes me. I would have thought you definitely would have, Tevin. Uh, nope, I was a track guy. Too ah, I see. I see. Track. So you yeah. sit well, on your ass and nothing. With, it helped with football better. <laughs> Though I suppose that's true. Yeah, track would help with football. No, I mean, I, I just, uh, watching that game last night was absolutely amazing. I watched, like I said, I watched it with Catherine. Everybody did their job, played great defense. Well, a couple of them weren't so great, but there were a couple of moments there was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but the Twins blew them. I was the final score, 5-0. Five 5-2. Five well, that's right, 5-2 because a two-run homer. Yep. <coughs> See, I even forgot about that because it just wasn't a factor. Yeah, you know, yeah. It didn't even come into play. It didn't even come into play. Nobody cares about that. No, it was great. Well, you know, Catherine, I watched the first game. Uh, t- twins almost came back in that one. Came, got back to 5-4, to four, and then, of course, they hit another home run, made it 6-4, to four, and that was that. But it was an absolute must win for the twins yesterday and they just came out and just kicked the piss out of houston that's awesome it was it was just great it was one i had a really really nice weekend gotta be honest with you because we went down my niece got married in red wing minnesota over the weekend congratulations absolutely and landon her her son uh it was a great he's about to turn 15 in november landon's a great kid he's yeah he's turning 15 uh in a couple of weeks and he just kept telling me how everybody he knows, and they listen to your show all the time, and they think it's, like, not even real that I'm related to you. <laughs> that was all very sweet. That is really cool. I said, Landon, you have to remember when you were a little kid, like two and a half, maybe three years old, he would walk over to Catherine and touch her phone and go, fun games? Fun games? Oh, I bet. <laughs> uh, I had a crab game on my phone, and my nephews would come up and go, crab? Yeah. Crab? Right, exactly. Crab, very desperate. <laughs> they, were, they were telling you you were crabby in a bad yeah, way. Yeah. Or I had crabs, yeah, yeah, either way. Well, for Christ's sake. We talk far. about this stuff just in our family to be a cautionary tale. You know, my crotch is rotting out. Let's talk about that at the dinner table. Hey, That'd be great. This is why you don't be like auntie. I mean, yeah, don't be like auntie, exactly. No, it was a great weekend, actually, because, uh, you know, twins take one out of two, which was wonderful. They, I will tell you one thing, though. The wedding was on the banks of the Mississippi down there in Red Wing. Mm-hmm. By the way, one of my favorite, I've talked about this a million times before, one of my favorite places to go. I love Red Wing. Love that place. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, we're standing there on the shores of the Mississippi, and the way the Mississippi was shaped 
That wind was coming right down the river tunnel, baby. Yeah. It was freezing. Ooh. Oh, God, was it cold. Outside wedding? It was outside wedding. So, like, (laughs) this summer and falling off DJ, like, 70 weddings and stuff like that. Oh, you You did? Yeah, you'll get some where, like, it's either so hot or, like you're saying, so windy and cold this time of year, but, like, the bride is, like... Nope, I've dreamed about having this outdoor <laughs> the wedding. wedding we're going to have. You guys, and you'll see everybody, because they'll obviously have an indoor part, and so all the guests will be like inside in the wedding, and they'll be like, okay, it's going to start at 4. And then at 3.59, you just see a rush of people come down, sit down, we all say I do, and then everybody runs back inside. It's great. You know what's funny about that? Catherine and I literally did the research. We wanted to get married on, on average, the nicest day of the year, and it was July 7th. Oh. So we went July 7th. It was gorgeous. It was a beautiful day. So do a little research. You want to get, I mean, if you want to get married in the fall, that's your business. I'm not saying you shouldn't. But my God, it was colder than a witch's tit, as J.D. Salinger would say. (laughs) Do people have blankets or anything? Oh, some people did. They did. (laughs) I always have like emergency blankets in my car and I will pull those out so quick. But I got to tell you something. It was rather interesting because, I, like I said, I love Red Wing, that whole area. We walked up Barn Bluff. And by the way, don't ever do what I did. What'd you this do? This is a huge mistake. You ever seen Barn Bluff and Red Wing? No. It's a great walk. It's straight up the hills. You get to the top. And then you go over, you know, both sides. Once you're up on top of the hill. Well, it's more of a, it's kind of a mini mountain more than a hill, actually, because it goes straight up. You know, it's one of those deals. So it's not a mountain, but it's kind of a mini mountain. It's not really a hill, you know? I feel like you're just trying to, like, elevate the athletic feat that you accomplished. No, no, no. I'm going to elevate one thing about the walk, though, I will tell you. So we get up, and they say, well, why don't we go and have some breakfast and then go from there and see what we'll do after that. So I go to breakfast, and I have a, you know, pretty sizable breakfast and, you know, nice. Actually, it was not. It wasn't even breakfast. I had a bunch of chicken wings. That's legit. That's a little breakfast of champions. Yeah, brunch action. Yeah, right, exactly. We had leftovers from Revival, so I had chicken wings for breakfast mm-hmm. as well. There you go. Big mistake, however, eating a bunch of chicken wings, <laughs> and then they went right to Barn Bluff. It's like, we're going to go now? Yeah. We just ate. Now, it's not that it's a torturous walk, but it is straight uphill for about a half hour, I suppose, 20 minutes. What? It's straight uphill. I almost vomited. <laughs> Honest to God, I, it wasn't that effect. Honestly, I, I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm like, Tom. Why did we eat and then go up a hill, a huge hill? And Catherine was like, "What? I feel nothing." That right. boop, boop, boop. My legs are twelve feet long. Sage was the one. He ran all the way up, because Vaughn ran all the way up when she was three, so he had to do it too. Kids are insane. But yes, if you've never been to Red Wing, you need to go up Barn Bluff because it's really cool. It's a beautiful spot anyway. And the, vi- the views from up there, holy Christ, the entire Mississippi River Valley, hmm. just amazing. And I ran into, I stopped counting at 14 people who recognized me on the street in Red Wing. That yeah. never happened. I get recognized here a few times a week. Yeah. But not 14 mm-hmm. people in the same day. It was really interesting. A lot of big listeners down there. Uh, unfortunately, about Three quarters of them had no idea the show was even on. Oh. So we're going to find out a way to tell people the show actually is on. That'd be good. Did you, ta- did you tell them? Yeah. No, <laughs> I kept it a point. secret. Did you put it on their phone? <laughs> no, I don't do that. I don't touch other people's stuff. That's, you do that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely Oh, not. other people do, yeah. What? I do it all the time. People will go, I don't know how to do the app. And if they're like older and they're looking at their phone confused, I'll go, do you want me to just put it on there? I did it when we did the sponsored dinner okay, at Parking Tavern. I guess that's different. Yeah. But like, I, I'm always taking my mom's phone and doing stuff. So I'm always like, do you want me to do it for you? And they're like, yes. And they're so excited to hand me their phones for me to do it. That's like half my responsibility when I work the state fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Just, like the past three, year, three or four years, I've been doing the Garage Logic booth there. And, they, you know, their audience, they have some older, older yeah. people. Uh, but yeah, like it's it's either I'm selling T-shirts or it's let me walk you through step by step on how to listen to their show. It's so much easier yeah. if they just give me their phone than if yes. I try to talk them through oh, it. God, yeah. Well, you just like need a QR code or something and be like, oh yeah, your... that's what they need a QR that's code. What, you just scan it with your phone. <laughs> that would be so much easier. You have a young mom, that's why you're saying stupid things. <laughs> it's so cute that they that you think that yeah. everyone knows what a QR I code. I have is. faith in the listeners. Sorry. Oh, do you? Yeah. Um, I saw that you went to um, Hanish Bakery. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, they posted a photo. Oh, um, that's nice. And you were with that 
uh, that local DJ. How did you guys run into each other? I was walking by. Well, first of all, we went in, but we were on the other side, so I yeah. didn't see that they were doing a radio show there because there's two separate rooms. Mm. And we were on the other side, so I didn't even know they were doing a radio show. I, I suppose if I paid attention, I would have. <laughs> but so we finished breakfast, and I went outside, and I, there was a uh, Cub Scout selling popcorn. So I, I can't, I cannot walk by that and without buying something. Yeah. I can't do it. You're mm-hmm. what we like to call a mark. I'm a mark. There's yep. no question. <laughs> but it's at least for a good cause. Sixty-five dollars. Okay, not that good. <laughs> That's a lot of popcorn. <laughs> Put the money back. You, I'm not making this up, and I'm. It is not a lie. I'm not making this up. The cheese corn was the best I have ever had in my entire life. Dang. It was delicious. Really, really good. I had a little bit of that. But yeah, so I went outside. I was talking, talking to the Cub Scout and his mother. Uh-huh. And it was very, very nice. And I turn around, and I was walking back in front, in front of the bakery again. And I look up at a guy going, Tommy B, pointing at me, right? Yeah. So I wanted to just say hello. I, that was the first time I was recognized. So we took some pictures together. With I was Bill? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, the, the bakery owner. Yeah. Yeah, Great I know him guy. from, we've done, he comes to oh, events really? all the time. Yeah, he's lovely. Bill Hainish. Yeah, he's, uh, and his bakery's amazing. Oh, it's really good. The food yeah. there is really, really good. Could not have been nicer. Legendary DJ is down there with. It was yeah, it was a, an interesting time, and thank you to, to everybody. I think they re- do realize that, that I've talked over the years about how much I do love Red Wing, and maybe that draws them to listen or whatever. But I do. I they kept the original structure of the town. They didn't tear like in Minneapolis. They tore down all the old red brick buildings. Yeah. So you can mm-hmm. these ugly ass buildings like that. What's the one right there? Is it on what Fourth and Hennepin? It's got the long white posts. Mm. Oh, yep, I know what you're talking about. It's like right across hideous. from the library, yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. That building's hideous. Let's get some brick buildings going. Let's go, baby. Mackie's smiling so big that makes me worry he lives there. Well, I thought he was going to say, yeah, what's that building off like Chicago and uh, and Fifth? It's like big, it's a glass. It looks like right. a, really, oh, it's really, U.S. Bank Stadium. Really oh, yeah, ugly, Really, really ugly building. <laughs> that building in the inside. Yeah, bir- is... birds used to fly into it and yes, die, yes, you know, every that's Sunday. That's true. Very tragic. No, we'll get to that in a second because that the interior of that stadium is the nicest I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The exterior of that station, that stadium is the ugliest building I've ever seen in my life. It's hideous. <laughs> yeah. So I don't understand why they did that necessarily, but uh, we're going to talk about your horseshit teams in a second here. Wait, if, teams. Yeah. yeah, maybe one. We got maybe one horseshit team. Oh, we how have about another two? team. We have another team that's absolutely not. What about this? Oh, you have two that are absolutely horseshit, and they both play football. Yeah, that's true. I went yeah, to I went to uh, the Gophers game uh, expecting at least a oh. fight on Saturday. But. Oh. So I would have asked for a refund on my tickets. <laughs> Even if I didn't pay, I'd be like, I feel like I need to get some money back for my time so, spent. And so I actually, I was watching uh, game one of the Twins on Saturday, and then we did a little post-game show on the Score North YouTube channel. So I made a beeline in like the middle of the second quarter. And I wasn't paying any attention. I'm just like, let's get over there. I got friends, got my wife over there, right? A flood of students are coming out of the stadium in the middle of the second quarter. And I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, we're down by like five touchdowns already. So I think you can probably just turn around and go to to Stubborn Herbs or something. (laughs) Stubborn Herbs, there you go. I like that. Is Stubborn Herbs still around? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thriving, yeah. I never. Especially on a game day. I never got drunk there. What are you talking about? Well, we gotta. We might need to if you want to go to a Gophers game. You're gonna need at least like a three and a half beer buzz to watch them. But uh, I'm gonna say something crazy here that no. we haven't been able to say in decades. The Twins can win the World Series, you guys. They could. <gasps> After what the they show, the Twins can win the World Series. Let's go. I believe. I believe. I believe. You know what I really liked about that? Even though they lost the first game, they didn't just lay back and give up. They fought mm-hmm. back. And almost uh, got in a position where they could win the game. Didn't work. They lost that first game 6-4. They got back to, what, 5-4, though, before that that last home run. Uh, so you go, hey, we got to win one out of two. Now, don't get me wrong. I was a little nervous before the game, if you know what I'm saying. But they came in and just dominated. And I tell you what, we have a little pitching last night. Any pitching going on? That guy, Pablo oh, Lopez. God. So, you know, when they made the trade, because Luis Arise was, was a fan favorite. They, right. they marketed him. He was lovable, you know, batting title guy. And uh, I think at the time, the thought was, are are we sure about this? You're going yeah. to trade one of the best hitters in baseball. But they were, but they clearly were trading from a place of, because they, they trade Arise, they bring in Julian. And Julian is, is one of the best hitters on the team mm-hmm. playing the same position. 
and they wind up getting, I would say, the best starting pitcher they've had since Johan Santana. I would agree. 100%. He dominated the Astros. No doubt. It was so much fun to watch that whole situation. The whole team played together really, really well. Didn't make a whole lot of really stupid mistakes. And by the way, get a little credit to some Houston players. That shortstop, that play that he made where he was literally stretched straight out and still had to reach, that was one of the best plays from shortstop I've ever seen. Yep. And then, so the Astros are sitting here now. I just saw an article from uh, is it the Houston Chronicle, I think. It was one of the newspapers down there. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're looking at Carlos Correa. The headline was the Carlos Correa that the Astros, you know, put on their shoulders yeah. as this postseason hero. <laughs> yeah. and now they have to figure out how to deal with him and come back in this series. So I saw a number last night. Carlos Correa, who, by the way, uh, perfect timing. I don't really, I'm not like a foot doctor, but so he had the plantar fasciitis issue for oh, the sure. whole season, right? Yep. Apparently when it tears fully, it hurts like hell for two days, but then you're fine. Oh, that wow. happened like two weeks ago. So he's healthy for the first time all year. We're seeing yeah. the peak version of one of the best postseason performers of at least my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And they flashed a graphic last night on the Fox Sports One broadcast that Carlos Correa after last night now has more postseason RBIs than Derek Jeter and David I saw, Ortiz. I saw that. And the Twins just have him sitting in the middle of their lineup right now playing shortstop. He's incredible, and this is where he comes out to shine the brightest. So, you know, it's weird. Like, we went 20 years and couldn't get a playoff win, and now it's like, right, what do we do with all these playoff wins? <laughs> Got three in the last week. We didn't even know what to do with ourselves here. It's great. I'm going to go to the game tomorrow, and one thing I've already set up, I'm going to go down to the, the Astros locker room. and, and Where's Alvarez? I'm going to kick his ass. Yeah. Is that guy big enough for Christ's sake? He's what is he, absurd. seven feet tall? Yeah, he's <laughs> – so what was the – I think Thielbar – I'm pretty sure Thielbar, this is game one, had not allowed a home run to a left-handed hitter or something. Did he hit it off Thielbar? I think he hit it off I Thielbar. I think so, yeah. Uh, and – and so Thielbar's like, I mean, what well, I can just throw, throw whatever pitches I want to. No lefty hits a home run off me. Not that guy. That guy is uh, that guy's dangerous. So stay away from him at Target Field here. Well, he makes the umpire and the well catchers, of course, kneeling down. He makes them look like little children for Christ's sake. He's a monster, man. He is, and he's he's really he did hit that home run a little ways. I would yes. say that. Yeah, he had. Don't don't park on seventh uh, by a meter. <laughs> Jordan Alvarez will find your car. Yes. You know what's so great about this, Phil? Is I had that thought coming in that the Twins actually could get this done. I know it's very early. There's no question about that. But that game yesterday. Well, first of all, well, you know I understand Toronto's not very good, but to sweep anybody is a big deal, no question. And then you come in. Houston won the World Series last year, did they not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now you're going up against a team that maybe wants to do back-to-back here, and they're a, t- uh, a tough uh, shot in that first game. They were up, what, 5 nothing at one point. How did you feel when uh, Jose Altuve hit a home run like 700 feet on the first pitch of the series? <laughs> I, I know. Here we go. <laughs> Twins are back. Let's do this. Bailey over. Just bam, off the train. It was unbelievable. That's why i got to be honest with you. Look, I am. I almost just said something was a flat-out lie, because I usually am, but I'm not right now. I almost said, you know, I'm a Viking fan. Not right now, I'm not. That no, team no. sucks. Yeah, they, are, you know, they can move the ball, but then when they... Yep. This is the best part, too. So they had an historic amount of fumbles in the first... What, what they played? Five Seven. games? So the first four games, no yeah. team has ever lost as many fumbles as the Vikings. <laughs> it's been a point of emphasis. All right, guys, so... We thought we had this cleaned up after the first three games. Now we really have it cleaned up. We're yep. walking around the practice facility. Everyone's holding a football. Coaches are get, got broomsticks trying to, you know, you're at the lunch <laughs> table with a football. Ball security all week long. First play of the game. Yeah. First play of the game. And we get a fumble. Fumble. And just embarrassing. <laughs> this this team is depressing. And as a lifelong diehard cry blood, sweat, tears, all that Vikings fan. Like, just, it's over. Team's Blow it terrible. We're gonna, team's terrible. And Justin Jefferson, if his hamstring, which hamstring injuries usually linger quite a long time, yeah. it's not like he's just going to yeah. come back. So if he doesn't play next week, 
probably could lose to the Bears. Like, Justin Fields has been tearing it up. He's thrown, what, four touchdown passes in each of his last two games. Then we got the 49ers. Not going to win that game, even if we no. play with 12 people on the field. You got that right. And so it's going <laughs> to be right. – we're right. looking at possibly one and six, and at that point, oh, sit God. everybody in. Well, and here's the thing. So, the you know, the Bears, I think everyone's been looking at that game. Well, you know, as you're doing the math on, can the Vikings get to this record? Everyone's just kind of giving them a win against the Bears. So yeah. here's the thing. To your point, their offense is coming alive. They get three extra days off because they played on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I would say the figurehead legend in terms of players of that franchise just passed away in Dick Buckus. Yes. They're going to do like a big tribute to Dick Buckus oh, on no. Sunday. They're going to yeah, try no. and like win one for Dick Buckus. <laughs> right? You're not, you're not beating the Bears uh, on Dick Buckus tribute day. No. You're going to get and your you get the, kicked. The 49ers are an automatic loss. And then there's another. This is the other thing. You, so you think you get the Packers. I think it's a road game at Lambeau. And like, yep. okay, that's a manageable game game right isn't there some crazy stat the last two years where teams that play the 49ers always lose the next week because they're so battered and bruised from the game against the 49ers yep. so they're gonna they're probably losing their next three games is my point here hey, nice record so yeah that puts <laughs> one in seven one in seven yeah. and then yeah. we call the jets and trade kirk cousins and hopefully get caleb williams yeah trade to neil hunter yeah you know, get some draft capital it's you know, time hope- isn't it all the while the Vikings are losing those games, though, the Twins are moving out of the ALCS. Mm-hmm. And the Twins are hosting the ALCS because the Texas Rangers hopefully knock off the Orioles. Yeah, yep. up to nothing, Home right? field advantage in the ALCS. And then I don't know what that stadium is going to be like on October 27th for a World Series game. Probably 15 degrees and snowing, but let's test drive it. Yep. Let's test drive it. God, what's that going to be? Oh, man, that's going to be cold. There's no doubt about that. Good news is they winterproofed it a couple years ago for the yeah. uh, stadium series game for the Wild. So they got the heaters. They've got we the... have heating coils. Yeah, yes, exactly. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, it was quite the sports weekend, except for your Minnesota Twins, ladies and gentlemen, who were phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, as always, as never always. a doubt about the Twins in the postseason. Not on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got that right. Phil. Burn all recordings, AJ. Right. That is a hundred percent right on the money. I love the Twins, always have loved the Twins. Look, I've been a Viking fan. I've been a Gopher fan. I never never got into the NBA in this town. I, I went to a few Timberwolves games. Like, this is boring. Hey, like, the Wolves went 2-0 and in uh, two preseason games in Abu Dhabi this weekend. So good. don't sleep on the Timberwolves. Anybody blow them up? That whole uh, area no, you know, has been blown off avoid, the face I think, avo- I think they avoided explosives. Oh, good. Yeah, they stay in the nice part of town. Uh, yeah. Can you avoid explosives over in that shithole part of the world? <laughs> we can, uh, we'll talk to Jim Peterson about it and see. Yeah, <laughs> I love Jim Peterson. He's a great guy. You know Jim? I drank with Jim a couple weeks ago at the Gopher game. Great so, uh, guy. Yeah, we were good, good friend. He's a good guy. You're about the same height, aren't you? Uh, exactly the same height. If you stack <laughs> three quarters of me on top of me, yes. Same height. Yeah, Jim's a great guy. I, I just, once in a while, I'll run into a bunch of bunch of gophers, different, you know, basketball, football, all the rest of it. Most of them are really, really nice people. No question about that. Yeah, agreed. So we come home. We got to win that big game tomorrow because I will be at the game and I will not put up with a loss or I will storm the field. Dang. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I'm with you. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to be there as well. And I think I'm just, I, I haven't gotten a ticket yet, so I'm pretty, I think I'm just going to get a ticket on StubHub alone. I don't think I, I have to be alone, I think, to watch these games. I don't, I don't think, blame you. I, I don't you know, blame you at all. I get too irrational, spastic. <laughs> just, Me too. I'll just, I'll just be, uh, I'll just be in the corner by the foul pole alone, clutching a drink. Oh, Judd <laughs> loves the fact. Shaking. Judd loves the fact that when, the first time that Mike Gelfand ever interviewed me, like 40 years ago. He came to my, he was working for, what the hell is the name of that big magazine? It was a, uh, doesn't matter. He was writing for a magazine based out of Los Angeles. And he came to my house to interview me. And I was watching the Twins game. And I said, you're going to have to put up with this because it's just how things go. I had about 15 bobbleheads set up, a la Judd. And I would bobble their head whenever they were up at the plate. We won the game. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah. you definitely did that. It's my deal all the way. Not uh, creepy at all whatsoever. We no. the lights and lit candles in front of the All right, I know you got to bust your ass in other areas. What do you, what do you got? Uh, you want to close with something good? You got any good news for us? Uh, I've got some shameless self-promotion here. We all right. Are, uh, all right. We are, we're basically daily on the Score North Twin Show now. So uh, Apple, Spotify, scorenorth.com to find our, our daily 
sometimes twins panicking, sometimes twin celebration. It's very manic this time of year. And that show just hit top 10 on the Apple National Baseball Podcast charts a couple days ago. Excellent. Hey, so, not because we're talented, because the twins are interesting and fans want a place to congregate. So yeah, we're I pumped about true. the Score North Twin Show, folks. Check it out. I like it. We will absolutely do that, no question about it. And we will talk to you on Friday. All right, friends. See ya. Thanks a lot. Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen, Score North. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Bunch of stuff coming up this morning. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did, and tell him his guy, Tom, sent you. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, five. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. World. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Say 28, now 28 minutes after 8 o'clock. Checking the weather quickly today. Partly cloudy, breezy, and cooler than average with a high of 56. Uh, about uh, 10 to 20 mile an hour wind, too, so it'll be, feel a little colder than that, too. Tonight, clear skies, patchy fog, and areas of light light frost. What the hell? Nipping at your toes. Light frost by Tuesday morning. 35 degrees for the low tonight. Eh. Holy God. Sunny and cool on Tuesday, 56. Uh, Tuesday night, 38 degrees. Light frost by Wednesday morning again. So Tuesday and Wednesday morning, some light frost. Well, matter of fact, it looks like light frost every day now. That's what it looks like anyway. So, yeah, we'll just go through uh, Tuesday night, 38 degrees overnight with light frost again Wednesday. So, Tuesday, today, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and into the future. It's going to be frosty, there's no question. Sunny, and uh, right now it's 39 degrees, sunny and 39, but 56 later on today. But there's going to be a breeze, so it's not going to be all that great one way or the other. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert now with us, ladies and gentlemen. What's happening, man? 
Morning. How are you guys? Magnificent. The team I wanted to win won. Yeah, it's about. I'm glad we got the Twins because everyone else pretty much let us down this weekend, right? Uh, they suck. Not only let us down, they're horrible. <laughs> Those two football Listen, teams I are terrible. I heard my mom swear at the TV during the <laughs> game last night. Like, it made me blush, and I, like, cursed like a sailor. I was like, oh, my God, Mom. I love that. Like, I love your mom, and I've never even met her. Oh, it was that, – that was a frustrating game. My goodness. <laughs> That's so great. I'm not watching this crap. <laughs> oh, it that was upset. Oh, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I saw some guy on Twitter was mad because he threw his hat across the room and it like broke his TV. Oh. Oh. No, no, no. Uh. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty difficult. No question about it. But your Minnesota wins, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. There you go. That's all I'm saying. No tickets, uh, by the way. I don't think there's any tickets available for games three and four, it sounds like. So yeah, that's very true. You'll probably find some on a third party site but and and pay a whole bunch of money for it, but are you going to go, Tom? I'm going tomorrow, as a matter of fact. We're nice. going with a bunch of friends and uh, nice. hang out at the game. 3.07 start tomorrow? Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. How about the rest of you? Is anybody else going? No. Uh, I asked Tom if I was his friend that he was going with, and he said, I yep. am not. Then I also got that memo, but we were going to still try and probably sneak into the stadium somehow. Yeah. They both reached out, and I said, what? What game? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> new phone. Yeah. It is. I don't even like baseball. I don't even well, I don't like baseball. What? what? Are they still said, playing? Said, We're sorry. The number you've tried to reach is no longer in service. Exactly. <laughs> now looking forward. You know what, though? The reason I'm going is because Catherine is a huge Twins fan. She loves yeah. the Twins. Yeah, which, you know, she wanted to go. I said, oh, I suppose if you want me to go to the Twins game, I'll go with you. Ah. It's nice to see people happy and excited about a team around here, right? Like we don't get that all yes. that often. So yep. I think it's I think it's super cool to see like all over the community people are just like, you know, uh it's nice. Yeah. It's very nice. And you hear cuz like a lot of sports teams especially like the Timberwolves when they're not necessarily doing great, they you always hear them go like, well, if the fans gave us a little bit more support, we could blah right. blah blah. And it's right. like, well, look at what happened with the twins like they were not that great during the regular season all the time and people yep. came down on them and now in the playoffs you're seeing support like is just crazy the city's going is completely alive for it so if you're on a sports team be good and then you will get support i like, like, that. That that easy? I, like I mean i think that's a great point tevin because you do hear that a lot but i think this community wants to support mm -hmm. the teams they just want they'd like to see winners right like right. I, we were we were at the Gophers game Saturday night. I've never, oh. I haven't seen that stadium that full in years. Like it was a packed house. Uh, a lot of, a lot of Michigan people were there, but it was a packed house. People wanted to, wanted to be there for them, but they just got the Gophers got the living crap kicked out of them on Saturday. What? It was only forty-two um, points difference. What's it? <laughs> so what? And then they're like, well, uh, Minnesota scored 10 points against Michigan. That's the most anybody's scored all year. I'm like, that's such a low bar. Okay. Throw a parade on university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, people want to get behind it, and it's too bad. I, but, they, you know, we've got the Twins right now, so that's cool. How do you pay that fraud $42 million? The guy's never won a big game in his life. Where does he get $42 bucks? We talking about P.J.? Yeah, he's terrible. I think, well, you'll get two trains of thought on that from okay. people. There there are a lot of people who think he's propelled the program in a whole, a lot more energy. He's got the kids excited. He knows how to talk, the, speak the language of, you know, the kids he's recruiting. But then you got the other hand going, well, uh, where's the wins at, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. he makes... He's made some mistakes in big moments in the games where he's admitted them being coaching mistakes. But but then I think after, was it after the Northwestern game, he came out and was um, talking about how there's no NIL money for the Gophers players and how they just can't compete because they can't bring the kids here because they can't pay them enough. So Nice excuse. Why can't I mean, they pay him enough? What's that? Why can't they pay him enough? Uh, well, I my 
my answer to that would be I don't suppose they people who would be supporting the program with their dollars are willing to support a program that's mediocre. That's exactly my argument because Minnesota is one of the richest states in America. It's not that they don't have any money. PJ, you're not a winner. You've never won a big game in your life, I don't think. Has he? I, I mean, he's... Oh, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> hey, they, didn't they win? Yeah, a couple years ago, they won a big bowl game. Did they? Was that the Outback Bowl? What's that? The Outback Bowl? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was actually, it was That's a legitimate, who they beat? Sponsored by Outback Steakhouse. Duke was Mayo like, Pinstripe Bowl of America. <laughs> uh, it was, the Quick Lane I mean, Bowl. <laughs> the Quick Lane Bowl. No, but bowl. Chris, they, they yeah. did have a season where they won, it was like, they went 10 games or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe was, beat Wisconsin that year, and yeah. then I think they had a Ooh. decent bowl game that they, I mean. The but Pinstripe you, Bowl? Yep, that was last year. It wasn't last year's game. No, it was it was like it was like pinstripe. I think it was, it was like it was an LSU. I don't know. It yeah. was a team of of national prominence who they beat. I don't oh, know. in 1962, the Rose Bowl. There That's you go. The That's what it was. About. There it is. Yep, it was PJ's go. best game. Mm, good job. <laughs> was he even was born really then? Good, good job being not. maybe alive. Let's see. No, he definitely wasn't. Definitely. Alive. So the ones that he the ones that he's done in Minnesota, 2018 was the Quick Lane Bowl, then it was the Outback Bowl in 2020, the Guaranteed Rate Bowl in oh 2021, God. and the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl in 2022. Oh and he's 4 and 0. Outback Bowl. The Outback Bowl? Um yeah. how, I, I think the Outback there. Bowl is their biggest bowl win. I think so too. But my thing with PJ is he's a very good recruiter and a average to below average actual like X's and O's football yeah. coach. Like yep. he makes a lot of time management mistakes during the games. He has this weird infatuation with always running the ball, even though when he was brought here, it was he's such a great because he got a wide receiver from uh, Western Michigan or wherever he came from right. to the NFL. So it was going to be like, oh, he's going to revolutionize the passing game and blah, 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 blah. And that didn't happen. So it's like he almost needs to be like a general manager and hire somebody that can actually coach to coach your football team. I agree with Brittany that Murray Warmath's the only way to go. Yep. <laughs> and that's how I feel. And by the way, for people who are under 100, he was the coach that won the last <laughs> national championship. I assumed so. Yeah. Bring back Murray. I've been saying that for years. Bring back Murray Warmath right now, damn it. Oh, God, it's unbelievable. So, yeah, it's... Uh, I tried to watch the Gopher game, tried to watch the Viking game. I lasted about five minutes on both. It's like, first of all, you fumbled the first play of the game. Uh, they're, ha- uh, it's oh. frustrating. they're such an unserious football team. Absolutely. It's a clown right. show. The, it is. The K.J. Osborne it ducked in the end zone when the ball <laughs> was thrown at him rather than catching yeah. the football. I can like, relate to that. Like, uh, that's he, how I would do. If somebody was throwing me as fast as those balls, that's how I would uh, react. He turned around and he got scared and ducked his head because he didn't want to get hit. Like, no, 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 KJ, that brown thing flying at you, you're supposed to catch that and then we can win the game. You see those like, fancy gloves that they yeah, bought you? Yeah, they, so you put your hands up yeah. and you, you grab it and then we score well, and celebrate. And Hawkinson has not had a good year at all and they just no. gave him like the largest contract any end has ever received in the mm-hmm. NFL, right? I mean, yep. it's just like all that luck the Vikings had last year winning all those games that we're, we should have probably lost. It's just, it's gone completely, the, you know, it's gone the other way. Yeah, no, it definitely has, and I understand there's an ebb and flow, but thank God this is his last year with it. Hey, he sucks. He's got all the talent in the world, but he doesn't know how to use it apparently. I mean, he's got talent, but he's not any good. Talk about Kirk, Kirk, right? Kirk, Kirk Cousins, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's his last year. Oh, it's got to be. There's no way we resign him. But he's such a nice guy. Yeah, yeah just nice a great guy. Dad. He's he's good. He's just not good enough to elevate the poor talent that's around him. He makes bad decisions too. Most on the deep. Yeah, that's true. He does make bad decisions. I don't know. Also, he's got a weird body. I just want to throw that out there. He's very thin. Actually. How, how so? I'm I'm curious to hear this because like I want him to be hot because like in theory he does like hot things but is like always somehow he's got like a barrel chest and then like a lanky body I don't know I don't know what's happening. Are you talking about like have you seen a picture of him shirtless or are you just talking about in his uniform? Both when he was in doing that documentary he was like in a, the cold pool and mm-hmm. I was like why you sh- in theory you should be hot and I just your body's weird. Do you think that all professional athletes are like chiseled Greek gods? No, but like I. All the training and everything he does, I would think that he's got a hot body, and then his body's just weird. 
Sorry. No, and I, I agree with her. It, Thank you, Tom. I appreciate I the help. <laughs> I sat next to him uh, having lunch down in, uh, in Florida last year, and mm. he is skinny as hell. And I love skinny, but his body's weird. It's just, yeah. It is. I agree. Thanks, Chris, Tom. Chris, your thoughts defend... on Kirk Cousins' body? Right. Never, Being weird. Is it weird? I defend Kirk Cousins. Like, I, I, feel I like... actually don't have an opinion on Kirk Cousins' body. How's that? <laughs> How, How about you? Britney's? Do you have an opinion on her body? Type pose? I'm, yeah, I'm Switzerland on all body types right <laughs> Switzerland. Now. I have okay. a weird body. I'm fine with it. But, like, mm. I wouldn't be – if Kirk talked about my body and said it was weird, I'd go, yep. I'm fine with it. Can we get Kirk on the show and have him just talk about Britney's body for an hour? Yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk, if you're listening, call that. in. Yeah. And you suck, by the way. While you're calling in, I'd like right. to remind you, you yeah. suck. You can talk, comment on my – Kirk, what's your comment on Britney's body? Yes, done. Indeed. All right, so what else? Anything else big uh, in the power news? Balls, power Balls, giant, buy one tonight. Jeez. Everything else in the news is awful. How's that? You know, Chris, I don't know, and I'm very being very serious right here. I don't know some days how, how you people do your job. I could, you sit there and look at it and go, this is the news? There's nothing good here. I mean, listen, there 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 were some things that were of of less significance. Yeah. Today's the first Indigenous Peoples Day in the state of Minnesota, which, you know, celebrated by, you know, Indigenous communities. But I, I don't know. You can't watch all that stuff that's going on in Israel right now and not. I mean, it's 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 tough to watch. and It's tough to see people taken hostage and bodies drugged through the streets. And it's uh, it's not a good situation. That's for sure. Oh, we're going to mention that later on in the show, because last week I said something about that area and everyone in the show turned on me. It is the most racist shithole on earth, Africa. And you go across the land bridge to that whole area over there. These people hate one another and have for thousands of years. Well, I think that's the, we were, I was trying to, we had a conversation with our son about it. Who's, you know, um, 18 or, you know, 18 and a half. And we were talking about it yesterday, watching the news and kind of trying to explain it. But then you go back, like, it's really a holy war. Like, this mm -hmm. stuff goes back. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, but, to the beginning of time. But, you know, you have to understand in the same area there, you had the Hutus and the Tutsis who were killing each other, uh, both African tribes, right? Uh, why were they killing each other? This is a truth. I'm not making this up, by the way. The, this is a true story. The Hutus and the Tutsis? The Hutus and the, the Tutsis. The, the cows? I don't know. Two tribes. There are two tribes in Africa. I just want to be clear. Are those the act? Is that the actual names? Like the Hutus and the Tutsis. Right Absolutely. Okay, because you had me in the first one, and then I heard Tutsis. <laughs> well, you heard like, Tutsis. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if this is real. You, I, I will tell you right now, and you can look this up and tell me if I'm lying. The Hutus. Hey, I'm, I'm so uneducated on stuff, so I'm, I'm just going through the world blind. Okay. Uh, anyway, anyways, I forgot what I was going to say now. Uh, when you look this up. Oh, yeah. You, look, you have to look this up mm -hmm. to prove that I'm telling the absolute truth. The Hutus and the Tutsis killed each other because they didn't like the shape of each other's noses. I have heard that before. It's yes. a true story. These racist pricks attacked each other because of the shape of their nose. So give me the stuff that America sucks. Because of it's course, a good thing Britney's not going to go to war with Kirk Cousins over the shape exactly, of his body. Right. Exactly. The shape of his body. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of songs like that. The shape of his body. Mm. Mm. I'll go to war for somebody's body. <laughs> well, that was weird. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take off. Over big. Uh, Boy, if you want to root for the Packers and you want to switch from the Vikings, they're on tonight on Channel 5, by the way, Monday Night Football. So mm. there you go. No, go Raiders. Yeah, no, not happening. It's true. Not switching teams. No. I couldn't do it. <laughs> no, are, how, how are the Packers this year? Not good. No, they're okay. They're better than us, probably, but yeah. Yeah, well, there's also right. 31 other teams in the NFL that are also better than <laughs> us. <laughs> well, he's not lying, is he? He nope. ain't lying, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, Pally, another brilliant right, report, I thought. Yeah, all right. Hey, uh, by we'll the way, talk... what's that? Do something about that nose before you come in because I'll have to kill you. I got a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. a thing on here I should probably get checked out, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. We will do. Oh, by the way, in closing, so I'm watching the game yesterday, but I only watched about half of the first quarter and went, I can't watch this. <laughs> they go to the sidelines, there's a guy on the sidelines. 
<laughs> oh, no. That would be me. That, no, that thing must have been like that high. That would be me, though, because, like, they're outside in cold weather, and the first time in the cold yeah. weather, you got to clear out your nose. You'd be panicking because, like, you're, like, doing exercise. It's an, it's Actually, an they indoor, were indoor stadium. Yeah, they were oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I just mean, as things get colder, I get that, like, congestion. What's that got to do with being indoors? I'm. Oh, sorry. I thought they were outdoors. I didn't watch the game. No, no. No, Vikings game My indoor. Band. Maybe I, I didn't it's know. Okay. You don't know where the U.S. Bank Stadium. I forgot it was at U.S. You Bank. You pick your nose a lot when it's cold? Yeah. Oh my God. Don't dig so deep when you're picking your nose. You've destroyed your brain. My brain cells? Uh, <laughs> do, don't you guys ever get, like, the first couple of days, of, like, when it gets, gets cold, your nose gets all stuffed up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank There's you. No I doubt just... about that. That's a good thing about the frost, though, that it's going to kill all the ragweed and the allergies will yeah. be better. So yep. you have that going for us. Yeah, that's true. Maybe frost. those god-awful yeah. box elder bugs. Oh, God, they were all over the place down in Red Wing, man. Oh, by the way, I should mention to you, you have a lot of fans in Red Wing. I saw you. You were. Did you beat me with uh, Bill, uh, Bill Hansish from the Hamish, yeah. bakery? Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw it on Facebook. He's a Facebook. He's a cool dude. I was walking by, and all of a sudden I see this guy pointing at me through the window going, Tommy B. I'm like, man. Yeah, Bill, you should bring us some freaking donuts and Cookies and cupcakes one yeah, of these Bill. days. Yeah, Bill. Get I'm trying to promote the show, and she's begging for cookies. Begging for cookies, cookies is right my screen name. Their food there, by the way, is really good. I know. Their child's really good. Yeah. I really like that place. No, but we went to, uh, we went to uh, Red Wing for the weekend for my, my uh, niece getting married, which was very, very nice. All my family was there, and I uh, hadn't seen some of them in a while. But that town, honest to God, I ran into 14 people who said hello, came up and said hello to me. Nice. And I cannot tell you how much the ones that, three quarters of them didn't even know the show was on. So I got to still figure out a way to promote this show because most of the people have no idea it's even on. So I got to figure that out. I'll handle it. But could not have been the nicest things they said about everybody on this show. Uh, they were really great. The, the, the listeners, it was unbelievable. Good. Then they started Good rail- They started railing on other stations. I went, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm not on the radio anymore. I don't care. Right? Isn't that fun to say that? Well, it's true. <laughs> I don't give a rat's ass what they do on the radio. I'm not <laughs> in like, the radio. No, I don't I, care. I could care less. Yeah, right. That's exactly what I'm yeah. telling you. There's no question. But, no, it was, they were, in every person, and I, I, I've said this many, many times, Red Wings is one of my favorite places in the world. I love that town. 16,000 people, and I believe I counted 12 church steeples. Yeah. Where the hell do all these people go to church? I mean, there are 12 churches in that town. They need options, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Well, look, you're Protestant, but you're the wrong kind of Protestant. Yeah, right. Like, what? Yeah. Read this one line. Do you agree or disagree? Okay, you'll go to that church, and you'll go to that church. So thank you to everybody in Red Wing. You people are wonderful. Went to Liberty Cafe for breakfast for a couple of days. Just had a great time. I, I, I owe uh, Kyle a, a, an apology because we were going to go to Smoke and Oak for lunch on the way home. Yeah. And then we got home, qu- got called home quicker, so I'm going to call him today. But, yeah, if you've never been to Smoke and Oak down in Red Wing, one of the greatest barbecue places you'd ever really? want. Oh, God, it's good. I've listened to you talk about Smoke and Oak for years. Smoke and Oak, baby. Will you bring some in one of these days? Well, you going to get off your ass. Right, it's a one-hour drive, you big baby. I'm about to make that drive. <laughs> about noon today. That sounds amazing. I agree. So, Kyle, next time. I know you got to go, Pally, but thank you. Bye, Bye you guys. Chris. See you tomorrow. Good luck with your nose thing. Yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, very, very serious about that. People down there are so, they're big fans of the show, the ones who listen. Some of them are going to listen now. Um, it was just very, very pleasant to be in a town. Like I said, 16,000 people. They left all the original architecture alone, so you have these beautiful red brick buildings. It's so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It is gorgeous, gorgeous. down there. It kind of has a Stillwater vibe. Yeah, in a way, yep. With Smaller. Yeah, smaller. Yeah, less condensed area because mm-hmm. I feel like they have more to spread out. Um, yeah, my friend Clint lives down there, and they uh, his family owns Rydell Skate. Oh, yeah. I know right where that is. Yeah. Well, it's right on the main drag 61 there, isn't it? Yeah, so he, he um, like, uh, it's... He gets to go all over Europe because skates are huge oh, there. Sure. Yeah, it's, he's got a fun job. No, I so but there are all these places. Like I said, you go up to. Remember when I, I went up to uh, up north last summer and stayed up there for a week? The people up there, same thing. Just yeah. huge fans, uh, just very nice people, and they, they all said the nicest things. They would bring up things like one of us did, and that was really nice of you guys to do that, and 
Very nice people. Cool. It's how life should be. It's how yeah. life should be. And then at the end of every every one of the talks, I go, yeah, just get away from me. You know. <laughs> We're done here. We're done here. For, let's wrap it up. That's all I have to say. Yeah. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. So I suppose, oh, God, we better take a break here. It's 8.50 already. My, that shot by quickly now, didn't it? It sure did. Certainly. You all have helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news, the MyPillow six-pack bath, bath towel sets, they're back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention, value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. K&L Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is a preferred choice among trap enthusiasts and waterfowl hunters. And that's been for over 25 years, by the way. KNL is an authorized SKB shotgun dealer with a huge selection of youth models and has a huge selection of trap loads. Fall hunting is here. Head to KNL Surplus and stock up on waterfowl loads. KNL now has a lot of the calibers that have been hard, well, let's just say hard to find in stock. He's got them. KNL Surplus and Ammo is a veteran owned uh, business, offers first responder and veteran discounts. Check this out. Mention this show, mention this show, and receive a 10% off mark on anything in the store. Anything in the store, 10% off, if you mention the Tom Bernard Show. KNL is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why KNL Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to www.klgunstore.com.